Put your Quicksilver hat on. Let's roll. Women glad to be bitches. I'm prettier than all those other bitches. You think that every woman should be a bitch? I went to college for a little bit, and then I was like, this is lame. I'm going to go be a stripper. Why are they proud to be prostitutes? Then they start to slide hot dogs under the door. Bitches. Charm school. Ricky Lake. What's it, what's it going on? It's Shade Palace. I'm Sid. And I'm Anthony. And um, Anthony and I are going to talk to you before we start the show. Unlike, uh, I think normally we dive right into it, but there was a lot of drama this week in the Of Love universe. And I just made Anthony watch a really uncomfortable video. I was going to say, you have a lot more background on this than than I do. I'm a little disappointed in myself. I'm supposed to be not like resident expert, obviously, when you're in the room, but I'm supposed to know more than the the average bear about this this reality TV trash. Like this is sort of my domain. It's the kind of my only passion. So I'm I'm a little um, disappointed. Well, to be fair, I didn't know about any of it until just this week because I was on hiatus from um, marijuana and Reddit. And I um, am fully back in the getting stoned and staring at Reddit for like two hours a night. Uh, so I discovered a lot of things. And before we get to the Daisy stuff, which I think is the juicier part, have you kind of kept up with the Ashley and Farah Storm TV thing? So like... Not really, no. Okay. Ashley and Farah from Rock of Love Bus... They were besties after the show. They had some sort of falling out. They didn't talk to each other for years. And within the past couple of years, they started talking again. And then they were on um, Talk of Love, hosted by Lacey. Uh, Ashley and Ferris started a makeup line, I believe, called Blonderage Beauty. And they nice. sell basically like lip gloss and sunglasses. Fucking good for them, right? Make that money, honey. Um, they both do OnlyFans. Ashley's living my dream life. She lives in rural Joshua Tree, like off-grid Joshua Tree, um, which is why she has issues with like filming um, like Zoom podcasts because her internet sucks because she lives in the middle of nowhere, which is awesome because that's my goal is to live, well, a little bit south of there um, on the Salton Sea, but in the middle of nowhere. So Ashley's doing great, and her and Farrah are besties again, and they look great, and they're making that money. Well, they were, you know, Lacey started her own, like, website streaming service called Storm TV. So yeah. she started the Talk of Love podcast, and then she made it behind a paywall, and rather than do what a normal person would do, which is hosted on a Patreon or an OnlyFans, she started a whole website, her whole new streaming service called Storm TV that you would pay a subscription for. And she promised us a lot of content. She did produce the Of Love reunion show, which had people from Isle of Money and Real Chance and... Um, I love New York. Like people from all those shows did do a reunion show on Storm TV, which is the only thing I ever paid for on that. Um, but uh, Lacey and sorry, guys, I'm stoned right now. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you're good. I'm, I'm doing research on my side, too, just to, to rebut. Yeah. 
Just if any, I don't, I can't even tell if I'm taking forever to get to the point, which isn't that interesting, but it, it is to us, to us and people in this little of weird, this ilk. Yeah, uh, the of love stands. So she, Lacey promised, and you know, Lacey had the Heather falling out and all that drama like two years ago. Well, now Lacey promised Farrah and Ashley their own show on Storm TV. And I guess one of Farrah's friends who is in an entertainment type position lent Lacey $20,000 to help get Storm TV off the ground. And um, Lacey never paid him, never started payments. And like when he asked, Lacey like freaked out. And like Farah and Ashley decided not to move forward with working with Lacey on Storm TV because she's shady and shifted their friend money or whatever. And um, when they decided not to work with Lacey anymore um, and Lacey exploded at them and Farrah was like, you owe my friend $20,000. Like, why would I want to work with you? And Lacey then started telling people that Farrah was a cocaine addict and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> and a, both of them were like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. But, like, she does Adderall and offered us Adderall. Um, which apparently Heather said in after her and Lacey had their falling out a couple of years ago. I don't remember Heather saying that, but people say like, yeah, everyone talks about how Lacey is an Adderall addict. And then she talks shit on uh, people for doing other drugs, be but sh because she uses a drug that's legal, even though she buys it from a drug dealer. She's like, oh, no, I'm not a drug addict. Um, so yeah, Lacey's an Adderall addict and she tries to discredit people by saying they're drug users. And in this forum on Reddit, someone was saying like, it's something she's done continually in the past is that she works with people who are, have drug problems or are at a low point in their life. And then when she has a falling out with them, which she inevitably happens because Lacey's a monster. Lacey tries to defend herself by saying, oh, well, like they're a loser drug addict. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, you intentionally choose under, I don't know, not underprivileged, but like in the same way that like, you know, the sort of people that like. And you, like find, the, you find someone who's a little bit run down, try and help yeah. them out or give them the impression that you're actually on their side. Yeah. When things you pick fall a apart. vulnerable person. Yeah, you exactly. You pick a vulnerable person. And then when they say, hey, I don't want to work with you anymore. You're crazy. You suck. You owe me money. Then Lacey's like, well, you're a drug addict. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, you have all these problems that I know intimate details about, too. Yeah. One of those. Ex yeah. Exactly. And so, like, Lacey, I guess, owes money to all these people who've been on Storm TV that she promised money to and she's never paid. But a lot of them, like the guests from the 51 Mind shows, apparently a lot of them that never got paid, they're scared to speak out about it or ask because Lacey does have that dirt on them. Um, and so it's like, they don't want to be like, dude, Lacey, you owe me five grand because she'll be like, well, I know you were a prostitute. You know what I mean? So that's Lacey's being Lacey, basically. She's she's, she's blackmailing. No, she is, well, she's not blackmailing because they're not. I mean, in a way, she kind of is. Like the pressure of blackmail, it seems yeah. like it's just sort of lingering over the entire VH1 universe right now. 
Yeah, and she claims to be working on a deal with Paramount Plus, which someone who works for Paramount Plus said we have no deal with them whatsoever. Um, I like, and no one in Hollywood wants to work with Lacey because she has this history of lawsuits. Like she's very litigious. Um, but also she has a lot of charges against her, not just for like assault, like drug charges, like all, I guess she owes money left and right to apartments in Los Angeles where she quit paying and there was damage and there were drug, you know, typical drug addict apartment stuff, you know, overflowing yeah. sinks, <laughs> that whole shit. There's a story, um, the actor Michael Rappaport rented yeah, his yeah. apartment to... I want to say it was Natasha Leone at the height of her drug addiction. And he went on, maybe it was Stern and he was talking about the condition of the apartment. Cause it was before Natasha Leone ended up, you know, she had cardiac arrest. She had open heart surgery, like from her drug shit. But leading up to that, she lived in this apartment. And when Michael Rappaport got it back, he's just like describing all the damage that is done. Because people, I knew a girl who was on heroin and, a friend like a family friend lent her an apartment um for a year and uh when she moved out it was a two-bedroom and one of the bedrooms was just full of dog shit like her dog had made just that bedroom was the dog shit room and it didn't bother her because she was on heroin she just you know slept in the non-dog shit room uh <laughs> drug addict stuff <laughs> <laughs> i don't mean to laugh at it but <laughs> gee the situation is funny the the yeah. the the dealing with it, the the mentality. Yeah. yeah. So apparently Lacey has like a very has left a string of angry landlords and uh you know, wannabe coworkers in her wake. it must be well, it's funny you mentioned a couple of things, right? Uh Farah has an OnlyFans. I'm gonna have to check that out. Hell yeah. Gonna have to, gonna have to find that somewhere and see. Odds are that it's not super popular, but we'll figure it out. Um the other thing, uh, it does not shock me at all that uh, Lacey is like on the lamb a hundred percent, like owing money to people left and right. Like probably there's probably zip codes she can't enter because she has a warrant or something like that. Like I, she strikes me as that type. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. She's messy. So the fact that yeah. she's like she is a I don't want to say drug addict. It's pejorative. She is a, a frequent drug user. And yeah. pill popper, it kind of goes along with the um, leaving a lot of untied up things in your life. A yeah. lot of open ended. Yeah. One, one thing bleeds problems. into another. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. um, with uh, the Lacey situation, another thing you had mentioned, uh, I, you said that people don't want to work with her in Hollywood because she had the history of being litigious. I thought it would just be because she was like washed up and un well, that unneeded. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. <laughs> it's interesting that she's also soiled her reputation beyond the fact that she's just a useless God F lister at yeah. this point, like be below that. Like do people know who she is outside of us? Cause we're weird. Well, I don't know. She alleges that Paramount Plus showed interest in purchasing Storm TV content. But again, the employee of Paramount Plus says that's not true. Um, but even if she did, let's say like because, OK, Paramount Plus did do 
three seasons of real world reunions where they yeah. are having people who were famous on reality TV literally 30 years ago film yeah. a new show. So obviously there's a niche market for us fucking weirdos. Um, so like, let's say Lacey was producing content on storm TV that there was a reasonable audience. And now, especially in streaming, cause the audience is so divided. Like if you can get, 500,000 people interested in watching something it's almost fantastic uh I don't because I, I remember looking up like what the average viewership is for like any given tv show on streaming and it's like it's under a million so I don't know uh yeah. but but like let's say let's suppose Lacey had a product and there are millions of people who want to watch her reunion shows of former reality stars um apparently then even even then paramount plus would not want to work with her even Got if it. she did have a viable product yep. even if she was so sought after and desirable uh, yeah that that they would want to that it would be a profitable venture that she's just toxic just like yeah. poisonous she would not pass a background check or um a vibe check <laughs> she's filled every vibe check she's ever been a part of She's never passed a vibe check. <laughs> um, okay, so that's the lazy drama, which is like, honestly, like, I'm sorry that to the listeners they had to listen to that because they could have just like summed it up by saying Lacey's Lacey. Um, oh, also like threads about her, like negative threads about her end up being deleted on Reddit. She flags them. So like there was a discussion thread is storm TV worth it. And subscribers had like, you know, rated like, no problem. Like, and basically everyone said, no, it's totally not worth it. <laughs> that yeah. thread was deleted in less than six hours. And then someone started a new thread that was like, did that fucking bitch get like, she, <laughs> Anything what that, happened to my old thread? Yeah, anything that, that, which is why, like, I remember she said, like, her and Heather spent $5,000 producing the first episode of Talk of Love. And you're like, yeah, because you're too stupid to do it yourself. So you hire people. And she hires all these bots and stuff, like, she people to manage her social media reputation and, like, delete the, def, the, is it defamatory statements? Yeah. The, yeah. uh, uh, I think, and I think we've talked about this before, is the ultimate grift would just be to be producing people's podcasts and just putting it into, oh, yep. like, audacity and doing nothing to it and syncing it up and then publishing it for them. And it's, like, it's amazing how, like, people with, I don't know, celebrity and status and stuff like that. Like, someone like Lacey is, is used to, like, someone being, like, a producer for her forever. So when she's trying to do yeah. something on her own and she has no team or industry behind her like i dude i could charge her whatever i wanted and produce her podcast and she wouldn't know she doesn't know how money works she wouldn't know how it, it she would and she doesn't know how this works which is like it's so funny that people who don't podcast to because to us you're like we're like why would you pay someone to produce your podcast but to someone who has no idea they're like yeah, you need a producer, right? Like you have yeah, to. Yeah, I have... need. I need a studio. Where else am I going to record? I can't yeah. record if I don't have a room that's specially soundproofed because you know this stuff is important. I'll never forget, and this was only like two years ago. I was working at um, Starbucks during the pandy, and I was training someone, um, a little they them named Scout, 
And Scout said they recognize. Scout is a sick name. Scout is a super cool name. Scout is like the perfect non-binary name. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I trained another non-binary named Dio, which I assumed was a chosen name. And so I asked them, is it after Ronnie James Dio? And they said, who's that? And then I felt instantly menopausal um i felt so fucking old <laughs> is it fair to also say i only know that person as a a rock singer but i'm not sure for what band the band uh, dio so the band is named dio okay cool uh-huh. and i've never i've never i don't think i know a dio song so. um i mean i guess yeah you are substantially younger than me um but and dio's a little bit older than my generation but anyways so scout recognized my voice and was trying to figure out where do i know you from like you sound so familiar and i was like well i don't recognize you and they're like i don't recognize you either long story short scout was is a podcast listener of my other show and recognized my voice and i was like and here i am training them at starbucks and i'm like oh yeah just like just in case you thought just be, I have some listeners on iTunes that I was a professional in any way. Um, let me show you how to clock in and out on the iPad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me show you how we take out the trash. How about that? Yeah. Don't forget to lock the door behind you. It happens all the time, even to yeah. professional podcasters. Was, <laughs> podcasters was... are just like you. We get parking tickets and <laughs> have to work overtime. You know how it is. Have to wear an apron. Um, yeah, it was like such a funny moment because to people who don't podcast, they I think they assume, you know, if you hear someone in your phone, they must be someone. But also, like, no one on TV makes any money. I'll never forget years ago, I was a production assistant for a Food Network show. And the host of that show, who was like, it was in its third season, in between filming, like, not, like, they'd film and in between filming sessions he was an uber driver and i think people just assume if you see someone on your tv that like they they must have money they must you know what i mean but it's like tv don't doesn't really pay um i don't know i think like christian shawl said when she did the pilot of mad men she got five or six hundred dollars and then like went back to her office job so it's just because you recognize someone or hear someone doesn't mean that they are they have their life together yeah, the the pilot element of things is always very interesting in terms of how those people get paid. Like sometimes they they don't. Sometimes it's like speculative type stuff, or like mm-hmm. you get paid a little bit, or you have to wait for the pilot to get picked up to even get paid out on stuff. So. Oh my god! Yeah, mm. it's it's just so crazy. And then they're teaching you how to take the trash out at Starbucks. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh. Uh, well, uh, okay. The Daisy thing. Daisy drama. Okay, let me read. So I don't have Facebook, let alone a f- I'm be friends with her on Facebook. Thankfully, you are really tied this whole story together mm-hmm. um, because someone had posted a screenshot of her Facebook status that said, I can't believe I was this is from Daisy's Facebook, by the way. I can't believe I was almost arrested for trying to stand up for myself and my right of treatment at the urgent care. Last week, I was in several, and oh, well, actually, it's spelled several. Um, I was in several other alter, altercations with the same urgent care and also my psychiatrist that resulted in him abandoning me in the middle of my crisis treatment. That's also misspelled. 
Uh, what the F is wrong with me? Why am I instantly meet with confrontation when I simple <laughs> try to assert my needs? Instead of, I'm just going to read it as she wrote like, it. Inst- instantly meet is awesome. That's just yeah. a great typo. Yeah, it was in the middle of her Chris's treatment is how that's spelled. Um, instead of respecting me and or listening to me, I am continuously. Um, how many use? How many user in that? It's spelled almost correctly. It's only one U. Um, maybe I'm just stoned, but the E is in the wrong spot. Uh, okay, there's I am. No, con- there's no E in continuously, so so yeah, it is in the wrong spot. It's spelled continue sly. <laughs> nice. Okay. Cool. That works. Um. Okay. That that must be why I thought the E was in the wrong spot. Um, okay. So she's continue sly meet with opposition and general disregard. What am I doing wrong here? I am intentionally now in constant avoidance of people because I live in fearing that it will just result in some altercation. Why am I like this? Um, and... So I was does, like, it does sound like she lost her psychiatrist. These are psychiatrist questions that she's putting on Facebook. Well, yeah. And it's wild that she is. Sh- so clearly something's happening where she keeps showing up to the same urgent care and them telling her to leave because she is causing problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sounds like she is in the middle of a psychiatric situation. Um, and the sad thing is, is like the way the the system works is unless she's a threat to herself or others, you can't just take her for inpatient at like the state hospital. Even yeah. if you can, it's usually 24 hours. Um, so it looks it seems like she's trying to get help for whatever's happening. Um, but but thankfully, you uh, are friends with her on Facebook. So you were able to play the video. Yeah, no, we're besties. We go way back. <laughs> Speaking of, I did, we, we, little known, we did want to produce a podcast for her. She put out yeah. a big thing. She put out a post that I want to do a podcast. I need a producer getting studio time. I tried to intercept that, say, hey, no time out. I'll do it pro bono. Yeah. You were, you were in, in Arizona at the time. She was in Vegas. We were like working out logistics. Like, how can we yeah. possibly get you two in the same room together or have me remote? It was a whole, whole scenario. So I've actually interacted with her before. And uh, that video was her standing. I don't know if you you probably did you see it. I don't know if you saw. I it. didn't see it. I just heard just it. Just heard so. the audio. Yeah, She's s- sitting in uh, an urgent care, whatever waiting room, like right next to the door. And there's a cop who all all in all, the cop is kind of a dweeb. Like he's a little bit of like a, a weird kind of looking guy, but uh, she is. She, you know, when like people don't know anything about like the law or, uh-huh. or how to be official, but they're pulling out all the words they know. Yes. So it's like, per my rights, speaking as like, nobody talks like that. A lawyer in a courtroom probably doesn't talk no. like that. But if they were reading off of uh, out of a law textbook, it, they might say some of the words. I was gonna say she did one of my favorite things slash least favorite, which is when a dumb person tries to. <laughs> play smart um my favorite i I love it i love it more than anything 
I it's just I cannot or like when a classless person tries to pretend class to be classy <laughs> or this is a crazy person trying to um spin the situation everybody else is crazy not me yes and it is amazing because she keeps saying um like as per uh malpractice laws yeah yeah which i'm like like, i don't she's like as per the law between my doctor and i that determines our relationship and it's like you know whatever doctor patient i think confidentiality i'm not gonna pretend because i don't know like i don't know the law (laughs) i'm not pulling it out of my back pocket in in a scenario like this but yeah doctors can refuse can break up with patients like they they're allowed to they are not obligated to treat you just like i i i'm a bartender i am not obligated to serve you if i think you are too drunk or a liability to my business i can turn you away and thought like and i know this because my ex-stepdad who's a crazy person um actually was dismissed like he had a formal letter from our family doctor saying i will no longer be treating you. Um, And they didn't even like give him a referral to another doctor that he basically said like, you're a crazy asshole. I'm not going to treat you. You're a liability to my medical insurance. Cause Mm -hmm. like, and, and that's the thing is you have a crazy person, they're abusing drugs. They're not following treatment plan, whatever. It can become like a liability to your malpractice insurance. Um, And, but yeah, so, so Daisy, I, it's, she said her psychiatrist broke up with her and no one at urgent care will treat her. And I assume they're dismissing her as drug seeking is what it kind of sounds like. I don't know. So the, she actually showed her entire medical paperwork in that video, like full name, probably personal info on there. I did not pause to see, but, uh, what it looked like was whatever. She went to the urgent care to go get assessed for what i'm assuming was probably mental health Mm -hmm. crisis Mm -hmm. went in there probably talked to a nurse or something who might have sussed it out as maybe she was like uh, obviously entirely speculative but maybe she was going in there seeking drugs or something like that talked to a nurse and the nurse or even psych help they don't really do at urgent care something happened between when someone saw her for the intake and when she was able to speak with an actual doctor where uh, she just left, I guess. Like mm-hmm. maybe she got an answer she didn't want it, want or something like that, or you know, maybe they told her to like kind of like fuck off or something, and she she just left between seeing the doctor. Apparently, I didn't know that was a problem, but I guess that's some sort of issue for in urgent care. It's like you're actually supposed to talk to a doctor, and if you don't get a chance to, then you gotta leave. Because that looked the legitimate stuff. Like they yeah. actually did. Like I saw that on her paperwork that said like left the facility prior to meeting with a oh, okay. medical okay. professional or something. So I don't know if it was just like, quit wasting our time, <laughs> leave, please. Yeah, um, or she had, you know how like um people when they're having a mental health crisis, they have a lot of um, perceived slights. So like, you know, yeah. maybe the doctor taking her blood pressure looked at her wrong and she blew up and left and it was like a thing and they were like, okay, well, we're not going to, treat you if you're gonna verbally assault our staff or whatever yeah and and i think it was a a persistent thing it didn't seem like this was only the second time they'd ever interacted this seems and i think she actually got into it too i think that the cop when they finally got her outside might have said something like oh hey like 
Like, like, you know, we've had multiple complaints from this business over the course of the past week. Like, you know, you must leave. You're not able to come back onto the, to the premises without, you know, for any reason. Essentially, it's a straining order. I'm pretty sure they filed. Yeah, because it looks it. like, yeah, she's had several other altercations at the same urgent care. So they're probably trying to get her trespassed just to be like, you cannot she, she did come get back it. here. She, that's oh, that's she what did? they pulled. They pulled her on for trespassing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Saying, You're trespassing gotcha. on this business. When they finally got her into the parking lot, they were like... Guy was like, okay, well, you do understand you're not allowed to come back to this business for any particular circumstance. If you have to sort out anything, it has to be over the phone. If you can get an attorney involved if you want, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, yeah. just another just another day in Daisy, Daisy land. But yeah, it uh it was uncomfortable to watch. It was sad, but also um if you go into it with the right attitude, you'll laugh at her trying to um use fake legal jargon. It was like it reminded me of like if you were in an improv sketch, you know what I mean? And and, and you're someone, like okay. someone someone pulled the role of doctor or, yeah. or lawyer and yeah. then And yeah. you're like, fuck, I don't know how to be a lawyer. All right, let me Yeah, <laughs> yeah. here to as dad. therefore how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, I think i think that's a that's a that's an important philosophy i think just to carry over into everyday life it's just like if you can strip away all of the the circumstances that might have like premeditated a situation and maybe what's actually going on in the moment if you look at just everything in complete in a complete isolated vacuum yeah. the world is just funny as fuck it's just so funny there's so much stuff like that where it's like i don't care about daisy like i feel bad for her obviously what she's going through but anyone in that situation that's pulling out just like legal jargon to try and like have a conversation with a police officer is so funny like that is the funniest shit in the world to me you're just like that this is happening as a blessing to me it was free um and god bless them the the universe is doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing right now yeah it's like i i i i I feel bad that it's daisy in that situation Mm -hmm. going through that 100 percent. do i need to see it again no i'd prefer not to i'd prefer not to see the same joke played out but you know (laughs) listen in this situation it's really funny it's really and my objectively so funny yeah, and my mind has made a super cut of the best moments and cut out the sad ones. So right. I don't need to see. I don't need to hear the sad pleading or the way the cop looked at her no. or the fact that she has a a, a a a piece of paper that says trespassing on it. That is completely outside yeah. the fact. It's funny. It is yeah. just. It is what it is. It's funny. Well, God when she bless. when she flipped, you didn't see this when she flipped the camera around and she had a Hello Kitty mask on that was pulled like down above her chin. That was also very funny. Like, and it's more of a sounded, visual gag, but very funny. She sounded very inebriated. Like, her speech is, like, really smart. And she already has a hard time talking, and she has since 2008 because her lips are so fucking big um, that it, it it's there's a speech impediment there. But um, I forgot about that. It sounded like she had her mouth wired shut. She sounded like Kanye yes. in Through the Wire. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she was at urgent care trying to get her wires taken <laughs> yeah, off. That might have been it. She was just trying to go get her wires tuned up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, all right. Do you want to watch this episode? <laughs> sure. Let's do it. Oh, this, is lo- right. this is the longest episode ever. I know. People love it, though. Um, I call them pod pigs because they just fucking <laughs> slurp it off. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll take whatever I give you. <laughs> yeah, you fucking pod <laughs> pigs. <laughs> <laughs> um whenever you're ready. All right. Uh one, two, 
one, two, three, go. Um, so this is episode, okay, it's season three, episode two of Charm School, and it's called Can't We All Just Get Along? Oh, and then we saw, is Marcia on this? By the way, guys, update. Yeah. Marcia from Rock of Love Bus and Charm School season three is dating Mike from 90 Day Fiance. And I call him Furby Face Mike because he has a big flat face, but all the features are gathered in the center. Um, Get a, a moon face. It's not even a moon face because, well, it's a big, it's a moon head, but then the eyes, nose, and mouth are squished yeah. in the center of it, which is a Furby face. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and if you see this man, Mike, from 90 Day Fiance, you'll be like, dude, he does have a fucking Furby face. I can see. I haven't seen him before. You mentioned it earlier. That's on me. I should have looked him up. But Yeah, he was dating this really hot, crazy chick from the Ukraine. Um, who was like a control freak and clearly had an eating disorder but disguised it as being a health nut. Anyways, clearly they broke up because he's dating Marcia, who looks great. And um, Mike looks like he lives in um, Glendale, Arizona, and uh, coaches kids at dirt bikes. Oh, is he the dude with the weird haircut? Um, probably. Oh, no. No, he's the dude with the big ears. Yeah, he's like a white dude with um, blue eyes. Here, I'll send you the pictures of him and Marcia. Is he bald? No, he has hair. Okay, then um, yeah, I, I know the I know the guy. Yep. Yep, I I know. But yeah, know him and Marcia it. just went to like Vegas. Yeah. Um, so that's I feel like that's too when you're like a no level celebrity. That's what you do to troll people as you go to Vegas, so people can be like, "Oh, are they getting married? Aren't they?" Instead mm -hmm. of like, no, they're just fucking getting shitty drunk like everyone else in Vegas does. How does uh, Marcia look these days? I haven't seen her in a while. Um, I just texted you some if those come through. Um, she looks great. She looks she pretty much looks the same. Like obviously, there might be she might use some filters, but it's not like an aggressive filter like most women use, where you can they look like a cartoon. No, she does so. look good. Right. I, I forgot she is in this show. She's hot. Like it took a yeah. little bit. Like I needed a refresher because she is um, supremely trashy. But like <laughs> that's never taken away from anything before. So I don't know why I'm letting it cloud my judgment of her this time. Um, um, also, I know last episode I said there was a Brazilian word for pussy that Marcia used. And I couldn't remember what it was. And it's um, I found it. It what is, is it? okay. It's P E R E R E C A. So like pererre, I can't pronounce it. Perereca, but I think the way her accent works, the R's sound like D's. So it was like the peredeca is how oh, it sounded. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's like yep. That 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 rings a bell. It's how. It, so, anyways, in case everyone listen, you don't have to pay for Duolingo, okay? Mm -mm. You just listen to this podcast, and I'll teach you one Brazilian word yeah, I'm gonna, I'm per gonna episode. <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to say come in Brazilian by the end of this season. Guaranteed. Fuck. I think that is maybe our new segment. Is um, And I like that I'm calling it Brazilian. It's Portuguese. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. What? <laughs> I called it Brazilian, too. <laughs> well, you were just following my lead. I don't um, know. I, I could have I used my, my big old brain and... 
and tried, but but I it, I, it <laughs> it's Portuguese, but with the Brazilian accent because right. it is. Yeah, I'm sure the dialects are very very different um, mm-hmm. from Portugal to Brazil. Mm-hmm. A bunch of colonizers on that little island of uh... <laughs> man. They spread their their influence quite far. They took over like all of South America. They did. Yeah, they were pretty violent about it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fall asleep to history podcast. So I know the beginning of how things went down and then yeah. how it ended. I no idea. Yeah. You just assume everything went really well. Like, <laughs> oh, well this, this Christopher Columbus guy really had his shit together. Decided to bring a couple, couple ships. ships over. Yeah. The queen Listen, had faith in him. <laughs> they were just about to reach the beach in India. <laughs> and then, you know, whatever. I don't know. I guess, I guess we'll never know the ending. And just assume it all went well. That's why he has a day here, because everything went swimmingly. Yeah, because he, he did a really good job getting to India. Um, <laughs> fuck, that's that's going to be my new bit. Um, so the, the bitches on this show, I'm sorry, <laughs> you can't call women bitches. The broads on this show. Yeah, the skirts on this show. <laughs> fucking skirts. <laughs> um, whose legs go all the way up. All the way up. Uh, I w- I'm trying to make that saying make a comeback, by the way. It should. Um, Just take one look at Marcia. Marcia's legs go all the way up to her All ribs. the way up. No torso. Do they go all the way up? No, they stop halfway. Um, <laughs> they stop where you think they stop. Yeah. Uh, so they're being challenged to do something involving social activism, and they have this lady who's an activist speaking to them, and then um, Ashley has a really good talking head where she's talking about, like, you know, global warming, blah, blah, blah. All right, I'll stop using aerosol hairspray. And then she goes, well, maybe. Um, and I like that she's honest about being noncommittal of changing the world. Because, listen, most people are not changing the world. And it's relieving to hear someone just be honest about it. Like, I'm not yeah. going to stop over consuming. I'm not going to stop driving an SUV, so I'm not even going to pretend like I'm a good person. Yeah. And you know what? Thank you. Thank it's you for like, your candor. If Farah goes, or not Farah, if, if Ashley goes ahead and stops all the stuff that she's doing that is potentially harmful to the environment, is that changing the trajectory of things? No. No. Let's just let her be a dumb slut. Can we just let dumb sluts be dumb yeah. sluts? Yeah. I. You know why? Because when they're fake uh, pious, it's really exhausting. Yeah, I they turn into fucking like Lacey. Dude. For real. I had this girlfriend who was like so like, oh my God, litter, no litter. Or like she would lecture me because I use disposable makeup wipes. She's like, oh, I bought this for you. You reuse it to to get your makeup off. And I was like, okay, but like you drive an SUV, you buy fast fashion, you eat factory farmed meat. You're a member of all these delivery services where you get boxes of shit you don't need in the mail every month. And you right. shop on Amazon. So like... Let's lay off my makeup wipes, okay? Like no, don't don't lecture me on recycling this plastic bottle because you know there's it's it's it one, it's not gonna change a whole lot. Two, I'm usually pretty good about recycling, and three, you're a catastrophe with everything yeah. that you've got going on. Outside yeah, of you, it, you know you are an ecological catastrophe, and just because you carry your own reusable straw with you does not mean you're a good person. Because yeah. <laughs> Getting rid of straws is not going to solve fucking anything, you stupid bitch. So, like, calm down. We're both shitty people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, yeah, I appreciate Ashley being honest about it. 
Oh, the girls have to put on these jumpsuits because they're going to go clean up a um, like a dirty river. Dude, so many of these girls look good. Like, yeah. good. I, I don't know. I wasn't expecting it as much. Ashley is just popping out of that, bro. Yeah. This what what the listeners are hearing right now is have you ever been to a grocery store hungry? Anthony has come to charm school horny and everyone looks good enough to eat. I'm here. Listen, I'm <laughs> and I, I'm not going to try to be holier than thou either and no. repress it. I'm just embracing it. I, dude, I'm 25 years old. I'm watching a show from 2009 and I'm a little bricked up. That's just yeah. how it is. <laughs> You're just that's the podcast you chose to listen to right now. Yeah, and don't whoever's listening, don't think you're a good person either. You are a trash bag. That's right. You are listening to a <laughs> podcast about trash bag shows yeah. from the trashiest era of television. And we're all here just fucking wallowing in it. We're well, a group of pig pids, pig <laughs> pod pigs, dude. Even even better, right? We're watching a show about trash produced by trash. Featuring trash, and two trash bags are recording this podcast, talking to you right now. You think you're not trash? Yeah. You think you think you're better than us somehow? No, no. No, you are. No, actually... you're getting our runoff. You're you're <laughs> getting our you're getting our pan drippings. You're you're the trashiest of the trash. That is true. Oh, uh, yep. You know what? Our listeners have that little jar of bacon grease that Nana keeps on the counter to cook with. Um. <laughs> And so they're going to clean trash out of this river in Los Angeles, which it looks like a canal. Um, it's uh, it's the L.A. River. It's it is just a, uh, it's a it's a straight up man made canal. They I think they made just to get water into half of L.A. I've only ever seen a little bit of it in person. I don't know where it's actually featured. It's the thing that they usually like make like so no water runs in it, and they have like car chases in it in movies. Gotcha. And stuff. It's that. Yeah, it probably because of the drought never really has any water in it. Um, I I wouldn't I wouldn't even look at that water if I like this is disgusting to me spending yeah. time in this water right now. Like this is just like Skid Row. That's like a Skid Row bathhouse. Yeah, very. That's a good analogy. The good news is because the water level is so low, they're not going to really get wet because they're wearing boots and they have these little jumpsuits. And um, who is this lady? Oh, they have some lady who's like a representative of the L.A. water or something. But she is very pretty because, yeah, you're not going to get elected to any sort of civic position unless you're good looking in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I mean, this lady looks like Mandy Moore. Um, Yeah, she does. She does look cute. I would I would listen to her. I would I would let her boss me around while I pick up garbage in the river. Oh, yeah. But with my bare hands for this lady, which I <laughs> think they're going to do. Yeah, ew. Well, let's not get crazy, Anthony. <laughs> well, yeah, um, <laughs> I do have to ratchet it back a little bit now that I've been exposed as a horny as, adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a wild thing. Um, but so they're in this fucking river and they're wearing their boots so their feet aren't going to get wet, but they're, they're on teams and they have to fill up these bins and bubbles is talking and you know she's special oh they do have gloves thank god yeah they have gloves but they 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 had to like pick them up off the ground so they're already like they they weren't like handed gloves there's just a pile of gloves and shit on the ground uh ashley decided 
to like not do the top buttons on this so she could show cleave and it was a good move a good move for me she's getting trash water down her down her boobs so i don't know if it's i don't think well she's not trying so hard either but like it just it's all right we can see him later oh she says that this is worse than giving a lap dance to a fat man um Fair enough. Yeah, sometimes when they're so fat, you really can't get to their lap. Like if you mm-hmm. picture a fat person sitting down, there is no lap to dance on. Um, <laughs> we've all been there. Yep. Um, so these good thing they have gloves because I was just like, there's probably needles in there, right? Yeah, this is this is this is hypodermia central right here. Uh, I. Yeah. I really am uncomfortable watching them in this water. Granted, it's it's a little bit before the opioid pep, uh, epidemic like really mm-hmm, took off, so um, you might but be I think avoidant of some needles. But like eh. straight up, like this is probably pretty gross. It's probably some yeah, really, really dangerous shit in here. I uh, there's this guy I watch on YouTube, uh, Scuba Jake, and he makes <laughs> lo and behold scuba videos, but he in one of his videos went magnet fishing at a pond at an LA park. And it was horrific. It was just black sludge. And it was full of, well, a lot of those electric rental scooters, like the lime and the bird, the scooters just chucked in the water. Yeah. People just throw them in the water. Oh, that's so funny. That's awesome. He pulled out like 12. (laughs) That's um, sick. And then a lot of bikes and, um, knives. Uh, the golden, um, goose on one of those would be if he found a gun i don't think he did but uh but yeah it was a very addicting video i could not stop watching and then i was just like i can't believe that anyone is in this horrible water at this la park yeah i I, the there's a beach right near me that i'm real nervous like i won't get in the water at that beach oh really it's like a little beach like an alcove thing Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, like a pretty nice part of LA, but like, I've heard it's real gross and it's one of those things where even worse, the beaches back in Boston are, there are beaches that you should not get in the water on. And like, honestly, I probably wouldn't walk on the beach with, with bare feet. It's oh, like, really? there's a lot of those. Yeah. Where it's like, it's straight up in like, like heroin central. It's like, yeah. people are, I mean, one way or another, it's going to end up in the water supply <laughs> and it's going to wash up on a beach somehow. Like, oh, I, no. No, it's just not happening. Ugh, that's so gross. Yeah, I've heard that the um, beaches in Florida make LA's beaches look like shit. Um, but it's been a long time since I've been to Florida, so I can't remember. Florida beaches are nice. LA beaches are fine. There's just the the main one that it just you know <laughs> the one with the ocean <laughs> on yeah. the one side. Yeah, just that one. <laughs> just that one's awful. Um, okay, so who lost? Marcia's team, I think, won. She really had a can-do work ethic. Um, Ashley's team, I think lost because none of them were trying. Brittany star was, I think kind of trying. She's crazy though. Like it's difficult. And on this season, she's talking a lot about how she can't wait to have kids and it makes you worried. I should look up if she ever had a kid. I hope not. I hope. Yeah. I hope not as well. And if so, I don't know if it's too late for us to go ahead and file a, a little petition. With yeah, them. well, yeah. we're fake lawyers now after we watching Daisy talk. <laughs> yeah, if Daisy can do it, I can do it. I'm going to go ahead and file a petition uh, with the, the the Department of Children. What is it called? The Department of <laughs> Children. <laughs> Fuck. 
department. We've got it. We've got it all figured out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. I'll get in touch with the Department of Children. I know somebody over there, and we can get it. We can get it sorted. That's amazing. Um, this bitch's name is Britney Star, right? Yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. It's it's Britney Star with two R's. Okay, I think there's... Because I think there's probably another porn star that had the name Britney Star with one R. There's like a bunch of Britney stars. Oh, Brittany, okay. Oh, yeah, there it's like B-R-I-T-T-A-N-E-Y or something. I, it just kept bringing up like Instagrams of like normal people, and I was like, this can't be it. Um, Brittany Star. Well, I'll work on updating people about this. Maybe by the end of the episode, I'll know if she had children um mm -hmm. a lot of music available to download there was um oh yeah she had songs she went on stern did you see that video she went on stern and wrote a city yes oh yeah she looked crazy yeah no she looked awful um you have something against bubbles and i don't know you just don't really fuck with her like in general um, um she's sweet she gets a lot of shit and like that's one of the things where it's like we didn't watch real chance so mm -hmm. i don't know the the backstory of the beef behind it, but she is like ruthlessly attacked for honestly no reason. And maybe that's yeah. just the edit, but like so much so is like, she just went and said like, Hey, Hey Kiki. And I, I hate saying bay, 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 but fine. yeah, triple B like basically being like, like, Hey, like you guys make me feel bad about myself. Please don't do that anymore. And they're like, chasing her around the lawn. And they scream in her face. They are so Ferris hair looks really good in the the um her talking heads. Um sorry, I got distracted by how great her hair looked. Um Bubbles, I don't have a problem with her. Like she's just she's a little bit simple. Um and so I watched half this season in one day, like last week or the week before. So I've like spent a lot of time. And I, she, I think she's really sweet. She's just a little bit simple. So when she, when they show her talking for a long period of time, you're just like, oh, you sweet thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the other girls are so mean to her, which I think is like, it's so predatory to be like, you're kind of the sim, you're, you're a little bit simple minded. You're just, she's a weaker person. And so they zero in on her and are awful to her. And I hate, like, I wouldn't want to be on her team for a challenge because I don't find her to be a capable person, but I would never be mean to her. Is and this show actually gets into it. I was not expecting uh, Charm School season three to really touch into the race stuff at all, but they touch but into they it did. later. Mm -hmm. uh, were there that many? Were there like any white girls on Real Chance? Is is Bubbles white? I don't think so. I think she's Latina. Oh, okay. Was that um, that she was still an outlier on that show? Had to have been, right? Yeah, and also she just there's a way about her which we find in an upcoming episode a little bit of why she is the way she is because there's something very very childlike, and so it is like I can imagine it's like being around an eight year old, and if you don't like children, you're like, oh god, you know what I mean? But you're not mean to them; they're a fucking kid, right? Um. Marcia has done her hair up into like a mohawk and it looks amazing. It looks sick. Like I thought I was going to be, you know, sort of against it as she was in the middle of doing it, but I don't, I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and I'm impressed at the height of it. Yeah. A lot of gel. It's flopping at the top, like a, like a dorsal fin from like a, uh, an orca. And a yeah. They like, 
they gelled it and then ran a flat iron over it. So I'm sure that hair is so burnt. Um, but she's young and Brazilian, so I'm sure her hair is like pretty strong. That frame there where she's wearing like the green booty shorts and mm-hmm. like walking towards that's the the legs go all the way up. There is no yeah. ass, there's no hips, there's no anything. And that leg feeds directly into to whatever. Is that what it means when they say the legs go all the way up, by the way? I don't know what it means, which is why I love it so much. I don't, you know, maybe I don't even know what it means. I think but I. But that is a good definition. That makes sense. I think it meant long legs. Uh-huh. I think it just means long, like, sultry yeah. legs. Um, I'm going to yeah, use I... it literally and go, I think her legs go up to <laughs> go up to her shoulders. I, uh, yeah, I have been <laughs> saying to people for a couple months now, I'm like, nice legs. Do they go all the way up? (laughs) (laughs) Which is, it's summer, so everyone's wearing shorts, so it's a really good time to use that line. Uh huh. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, like, my dog is very popular on Instagram, and he has really long, skinny legs. And when people comment on them, sometimes I will respond, they go all the way up. (laughs) They go all the way up. (laughs) Because I'll be like, what long legs you have, Steven? And and as Steven, (laughs) I write back, they go all the way up. A winky face. <laughs> oh, yeah, my dog's pretty wild on Insta. Um, oh, the infamous scene where they realize Brittany Star goes into a bat in the bathroom, um, and they realize there's a lock on the outside of the door, which is kind of scary. Yeah, a little creepy. And they lock her in, and then she says, "Oh, I'm fine. Just give me a book. I'm fine." And they go, "Food." You said food. We'll get you food. And then they start shoving raw hot dogs under the door. Cooked hot dogs. They cooked were those they hot cooked? dogs. Yeah, oh, they, they did? Them. Yeah, they oh. cooked them. They were like, we cooked her a hot dog and shoved it under the door. Well, now, you know what? Now I'm back on their side. That was nice. I thought they were raw. No, no. They were edible. Oh. They, they dragged along a, a, a floor in a sorority yeah, house. Well, but, you know. Well, whatever. I mean, beggars can't bath- be choosers. Yeah, you're in a bathroom. There's a sink. Rinse them off. <laughs> Farah has, oh. sorry, very, very, paying a lot of attention to the female form in this episode. Uh, Farah has like no ass. No, yeah, she doesn't. She like, has one of those. Nothing. My, yeah, she has one of those bodies. I worked for this designer in New York um, who was from Hungary, and I will not do her accent because I'm not good at it. But she had um, like a rich lady we made clothes for and she described her as being built like a pigeon. And so picture someone where English was her third language and she was like, this woman, she's built like um, a, a pigeon. And she's just like holding her arms out and she's like, it's all breast. There's no leg. There's no arm. It's all breast. And that's kind of how Farah is built where... Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything else is just like little is like sticks, and then it, there's a lot of breast. Yeah. Oh, Brittany Star is like holding the fire extinguisher, and she's gonna blow it at Farah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Where does Farah live now? I know Ashley lives in Joshua Tree, or Twenty Nine Palms. I don't probably. know. I uh, can find out there for you though. Because I find her OnlyFans, so I, I got her in my search history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. All right. Farah I'll, in I, I, 2020 I... talked about her OnlyFans. VH1's Farah. Oh, she's in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I could have guessed that. Oh, I could have guessed her. that. Could have could have guessed she lived in Myrtle Beach. You know what? Also, a place I would like to live more than Phoenix. 
that's a low bar to clear, it feels. Myrtle Beach what? is Myrtle, Myrtle Beach is, is no paradise. It's like, you know where I'd love to live? Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's way better than the middle of oh. the desert in the summer. Is that what Myrtle Beach is like? It's the Atlantic City of South Carolina. Uh, yeah, it is. It it's I've heard it's nice, but the reputation of Myrtle Beach is that it's 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 about, you know, it's a resort town. It's a resort town in in South Carolina. Take it for what it is. It's okay. kind of it's pretty trashy. I'm going to ask I have a friend who she lives um rural South Carolina. I'm going to ask her about Myrtle Beach. Yeah. So, uh we have been really slacking on our listeners um because right now uh, <laughs> Good point. <laughs> okay, there was the issue from Rock of Love bus about Britney Star and her being acute, her saying a racist thing and then denying being a racist because her grandfather was a beautiful black man. That was in That's quotes. Right. Yeah. Um, so the other girls, the like Rock of Love girls, are said something to her about her being racist. And now she feels like she's not racist because she has been adopted by the real she has chance black girls. Now. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and they kind of, I think, adopted her just as a like fuck you to the rock of love girls. Like, oh, you don't like her? We'll take her. Like, you're that what is it? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. That's and right. so they adopted Britney Starr and now they're training her to say kiss my black ass. Um, and which she just yelled. She's a forty-five-year-old woman. It's the whitest, the whitest woman I've ever seen. The, she is alarmingly white. Yeah, I might, maybe even more so than me, and that is saying a lot. Um, because I, for the listeners, I look like Casper, the friendly ghost, was wearing like a founding father's wig. That is what I look like. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> So they've they've now they've weaponized Britney Star and we have a forty five year old albino woman yelling "Kiss my black ass" out off a balcony. We've got mayhem, ladies and we, gentlemen. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is unadulterated chaos. Well, and Britney Star is also dressed like Diane Keaton in this scene. <laughs> She's got a nice little vest. She's got a nice little uh, uh, a vest with lapels on it. I like I'm so not mad at this outfit if that was her business casual it's cute she's wearing like these kind of 70s cut flare jeans and like a little like vest over a short sleeve blousey top um but now she's like she's convinced that she's now crossed the racial divide yeah. um it's like I Britney Starr have solved racism did Britney Starr walk so that Rachel Dolezal could run did we just <laughs> If you if you look at all of this stuff as just a progression of of you mm -hmm. know milestones that have already been achieved by forefathers, then yeah. I think yeah, I think mm -hmm. yeah, I okay. think there, there is there is some sort of loose relation between the two. There has to be. Yeah, I just I really see this as like the the first step, um, and then she goes to talk to Ricky, and she oh, can you imagine having to treat Britney Starr like she's a normal person? Can you fucking imagine? Yeah. Marcia uh, is full-blown tears. I think she's mad because the real chance girls were being really mean to her. Be because there is a divide where the Rock of Love girls 
get wasted and the real chance girls don't and so then they were when marcia seemed to be having a good time you know she did her hair weird and was drunk and looking sexy and we love all of that um and the real chance girls were like you know yelling at her for being a drunk mess yeah that i i'm interested to see for the rest of the season i know you already know but like just in terms of how that does kind of break down because I, you didn't see that this divide at all with the last season, right? The last well, season had it had Rock of Love one and two, in yeah, it, didn't it? So you, okay. yeah, you still had mixed casts, but they were from the same franchise. I think in one of the episodes coming up soon, they have they have like a counselor come in and they really do confront it and go, "Is there a racial divide happening here? Like, are you because like I think they send home a real chance girl when everyone thought that a rock of love girl should go home, and the real chance girls like rioted and they basically they have like a counselor come in and be like, "Do you think that this sh- that she was sent home because she's black?" And they, and like all the real chance girls said, "Yeah, we do." So I don't they 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 do confront it full on this th- because it's the it's a very clear franchise divide for sure. Yeah. And I think it, it does go further than just, you know, being in a different show and being familiar with different people. Some of it mm-hmm. feels a little bit more like I stay with my kind, you stay with yours, which yeah. is is not comfortable to watch on TV, no. especially especially now. But even then, it got to a point where it was uncomfortable on TV. This is 2009. Like, well, this think, is, like, still kind of, like, anything goes territory almost. I think we're going to see a bunch of people who, a bunch of white chicks who don't think they're racist. I think they're going to have that moment where they realize, like, oh, fuck, I, I am. Yeah. Because it's there, it gets to a point where it becomes undeniably clear, and I think that's you know most white people think they're not racist, um, but are you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, not in Myrtle Beach; they're the most progressive. Um, I was going to say we have to <laughs> exempt the South Carolina coast because they have put so much work into being progressive to lump them in with the rest of us heathens is yeah it's Mm -hmm. sack i i I won't stand for it yeah us west coast bigots um (laughs) that's right (laughs) fuck uh so oh are we already going to the detention hall for the oh okay because the losing team has to go to detention to vote for who goes on the carpet Mm mm-hmm And I think, who are they going to send? Um, so they send three people. I don't know how and why they send three. Do they send anyone with a vote down to the carpet? I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, no, everyone votes. So the no, no, losers... But like, if, if someone got like one vote, would they send them to the carpet? If they would if um, it was like the next most, because I think they have. Okay. Because it's like everyone votes for one person and then there's only one other person that gets voted for. Um, And I think it's going to end up being Britney Starr and Ashley because they sucked at the challenge. And it's going to be Kiki because of her verbal battery. Because she does. She like she's the type where she just starts yelling. You know what I mean? Britney Starr doesn't. It's Marcia. But (gasps) yeah, it's Marcia, Ashley and, and Kiki that go now. Oh, fuck. That's going to be hard. Because Ashley, like, I mean, honestly, I guess it should be Ashley because she 
didn't apply herself at the challenge and then she locked the person in a bathroom and fed yeah. them hot dogs. That's definitely <laughs> worse than being a drunk or um I, Kiki's verbal explosions I can see becoming a problem. You I know what I mean? I, I I thought I don't know. And a lot of it is this is the edit it has to be. It's like the the Kiki explosions were ones where I was like, whoa, like, yeah, yeah. OK, great. Yeah. This one person gets a little bit too drunk. And like, I don't know. Marcia didn't even do anything like wrong when she was. drunk. No, she, she was, was just, just like having a good time. Yeah. She was just sort of vibing out. Ashley locked locked uh what's her name Brittany in the bathroom that's like not cool I guess I thought it was hilarious but you know but it, yeah it was good TV so it's that's why I, d- I don't want to villainize her for it because I found it entertaining yeah but then I um, think Kiki just like exploding on everybody in every in every scene like she did it on the bus she did it before they got on the bus she did it after she they did got the back. bubbles for nothing yeah. like over and over and it's like all right cool I just kind of don't want to watch that yeah over and, and I over. have. I have met a couple people like that in my lifetime who are scary to be around. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I, I mean, I worked with this girl who would like run through the lobby like of our business and be like screaming or this or that or blah, blah, blah. And sometimes it was at coworkers or about customers or sometimes it would be she would take phone calls. She'd be that person who's yelling having a what should be a very private phone call and you're just mm-hmm. like it's so scary and uncomfortable to be around you know it was nice in my job to give um someone with their entire face tattooed a chance that was very progressive of them but it didn't work out um and this time it didn't next time no. it will next time it might yeah yeah they made her put makeup on it to cover it up but then it just looked kind of green so it looked like she was a zombie <laughs> looked like she had a disease that she shouldn't be working with food yeah, like I think the tattoos was about our look because you're like, okay, there's like a pretty, she's very pretty. Like there's a pretty lady with some tattoos on her face. And instead you're like, why does that pretty, the, it made her look like the girl gremlin. Like why I, does that lady a gremlin? Why is she I need, I need to give women with face tattoos a, a shot. I feel like I've been too close-minded. Well, this is the thing. You never know until you try. The risk is a lot of women with fake tattoos have really long, the pointy stiletto acrylic manicures. And so, um, you know, your balls might get a little scratched or nicked. Um, Definitely, you don't want the reach around prostate from a lady with those nails. So that's the thing is you just got to be like, maybe I don't allow her hand near my genitals. Maybe it's just the mouth and the puss. But the nails, stay away. Do these women with with art on their face, do they like ground rules do they respond well to authority or <laughs> if i was well, able to go ahead and and put some rules of engagement in mm, play would mm. would they would they play mm. by those rules or are they sort of natural born rule breakers given I, by the the face tattoos i think there might be a lot of crossover in oppositional defiance disorder and face mm. tattoos i'm mm. going to be honest i think you may have Found the flaw in uh, this. That I, I, I can fix her. I can, yeah. <laughs> I can. I can fix her. I know I can. You, you just maybe. Oh, you know how like fighters put Vaseline on their face before a fight. <laughs> like maybe if you just Vaseline your balls, just in case. You know what I mean? Yep. Let's. Just, these are these are precautionary measures. These are just yeah. to make sure that we're all safe. Yeah, we're all. <laughs> 
You put it, you're like, hold on, we're going to fool around. Let me put in my mouth guard and <laughs> yeah. uh, get my yeah. Vaseline. Let me put my eye black on for some reason. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be fun. So I'm hoping, yeah, maybe um, you find yourself a nice girl with... If I put on eye black, it's the same thing as her having face tattoos. I just want to put us on the same plane. That's true. You want to level the playing field. I don't want her to feel uncomfortable, right? No. <laughs> I would, you know, in my life, I have, I used to have a really nice, like, professional clown suit I found at a thrift store and paid a million dollars to have it dry cleaned. And um, more than once in my life, uh, especially when I drank and would, you know, bring home randos, uh, I would say, I'm going to slip into something more comfortable. And I would come out wearing a professional clown suit. Um, But I like the idea of maybe you're like, hold on, let me, um, I'm going to go freshen up. And then you come out with the the black paint and the um, mouth guard. (laughs) We need to stop. We need to go back. You, you, okay, you have a professional clown suit for some Uh, reason, right? It was really nice. Not aspiring to be a clown. Just thought it was a good thing to have in the wardrobe. Well, it was like $10 at Goodwill, and I'm not talking about a Party City or Spirit Halloween clown suit. I'm talking a professional clown suit. Got it. It was well made. Had to have been. For $10 at Goodwill, if you're if you're dropping that kind of dough, it may oh, as well yeah. be well made. I completely understand that side. Uh, what other use did you get out of it other than it being a gag and making dudes lose their boners before? <laughs> oh, if you're asking if I like wore it for a costume party or Halloween, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, no, you couldn't. You wouldn't be caught dead wearing that outside of the no. home. No, no, people I are gonna think I'm people are gonna think I'm weird if I wear a clown suit outside. I only wear it when I'm about to be penetrated. When I go full weird, I usually like to do it with only one person around because um, the audience can, like, bind together to be like, oh, you're the weirdo, right? But if it's just one person, it has them questioning if they are the weirdo. Yeah, it's just he said, she said at that point. It's just, am I the weirdo or are you the person that just happened to be interested in the weirdo? I think we're both weird. Yeah, well, and and then there is an element of shame where it's like, oh, you're not going to complain about my behavior or tell people about my behavior because you will have secondhand embarrassment where it's like, oh, well, this girl has a clown suit or whatever. And it'll be like, well, what? You're the one who went home with her. And the follow up question would be like, did you still have sex with her? And they don't they would then have to say yes. And it's like, OK, who's the weirdo, the girl with the clown suit or the guy who still who had sex her? with the girl with the clown suit? Because um, I think a lot of my behavior is like uh, almost like um, like daring someone to still find me attractive. I yeah. think that's kind of <laughs> shock, shock value. It's, yeah, it's just like, well, you know, if you still want to fuck me after all of this, then you must actually like me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I like the pushing the envelope thing. What happened to the clown suit? Are we still in possession of the uh, clown suit? No, I got rid of it in one of my many, many moves. And now I'm going through this massive uh, downsizing to go from like an apartment to an RV tiny house situation. So there's no room in my life for clown suits, um, which is unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Something's just got to go. Yeah. I mean, do I still have a bellhop costume and um, a Ziggy Stardust Stardust costume I made? Yeah. Okay. 
I did. Uh, yeah, but I made those. They're part of my <laughs> portfolio. Uh, that's, right. that's art. That's art. That's baby. art. Yeah, those aren't going anywhere. And and yeah, I do still have the like six foot long beanbag vagina that I made. Yes. Okay. I haven't gotten to the point where I can let go of that yet. We're getting there. But it's not slowly not but surely. Not it's, everything goes as easy as the clown suit. <laughs> it's, you have to get rid of things that uh, that don't bring you joy, and those things clearly bring you joy. And why would you they ever do. part with that? Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's a really hard decision. Oh, Ashley like tried to leave and put on half of her going home clothes, and then Ricky talked her into staying and going to the elimination. A, a whole bunch so of them did. Like, yeah. a bunch of them left the room to go pack up. And I think oh, it she's was, wearing jeans. I yeah. didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, because she had like taken off her skirt to go home. And I think what was happening was the Rock of Love girls were having a hard time being around Kiki's yelling. And they just were like, this is a lot. Like, I'm going to go home. And that's really fair because they just have a different vibe where to them, this is the era where vocal fry is happening. Everyone has these weird monotone dropped voices and the thing was to be really chill and non-emotive. So if mm. you are like these super like really like whatever chicks and you have people who are animated and screaming and whatever, I think it was like, they just were like, we can't be in this house. So they were going to leave because of Kiki. Um, and Ricky talked them into staying and going to elimination where ultimately Kiki was eliminated. And I think they realized because like they were going to have no show ever. If she stayed, everyone was going to end up walking out on the show. Yeah. So they had no choice. Yeah. I, I think it was a smart move. And I, uh, of the three is she's the one that I would have said like, yeah, okay, fine. Just go like, yeah. I, I, addition by subtraction in a way. Mm -hmm. This might be what you were talking about where it pissed off the girls, though, like yes. a bunch of the so, real chance girls. So then the whole next episode, I think, is the one where they have to call in a counselor and like kind of confront this divide because otherwise it's like, well, we almost just lost half the cast and then. Ricky talked them into staying and now the other half of the cast wants to walk out. And so mm. they have to make some sort of piece. Number one, because we're filming one show, everyone needs to get along. And number two, if they don't, everyone's going to go home. Yeah. Uh, I really actually like this cast and I hope the divide thing doesn't become a real serious issue that makes me uncomfortable later in the season. Yes. It may or may not. But uh, I think the cast has a lot more energy and juice than, than last time. I think there was just a couple of like, like uh, um, emotional black holes on last season. Mm -hmm. There was mm -hmm. just like, I, I just, as much as Lacey's on the screen, I just can't, I can't, I can't this. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what happened thematically in this episode is we started with Britney Starr becoming black and telling people to, uh, to kiss her black ass. And that was very funny. And then mm -hmm. it ended on a serious note with the one lady walking out. I've already forgotten her name. Um, so Hood walking out and saying they can kiss my black ass. So I it should have been the title of the episode, but I can understand um, why they didn't do that. It's yeah, it's, it's tough line, tough line to walk. Yeah. Um. 
What are we seeing at the outro? They're going to go spot. Oh, oh, this is so cute. Farrah and Ashley are super drunk and they were like, we're going to put on ninja suits and we're going to go spy on. Um, I think they're going to spy on Britney Star. Yeah, Who else some. would you spy on? Right. Yeah. Did we uh, talk about Britney Star put fucking crumbs and shit in the bed? Oh, yeah. What were those? It was, it was crumbs? Like, it was like cookie crumbs and like a fake spider. Yeah. yeah, she br- she brought a fake cockroach to the show in order to prank someone. And then when they got mad at her for it, she was like, well, what? And you're like, listen, Britney Star, that was some premeditated <laughs> punk ass <laughs> shit. Premeditated chewing all over my bed. Yeah, that because I can't remember. She did it in retaliation to something like someone said something she didn't like. And it they're was, not nice to her, so it was, I get it was it. after they locked her in the bathroom, I'm pretty sure. <gasps> oh, and then she chewed it. looked like Oreo crumbs. Yeah, it did look like Oreo crumbs. Uh, what did she have in her bed last time? Was it like Chef Boyardee, like microwave container, or was it like a mac and cheese microwave container? On the bus? Yeah. She had tube socks from the hockey challenge, and then she had like... Ketchup packets, I thought, but yeah, it was more stuff. She had, um, hold on, Britney Star food in bed. (laughs) (laughs) This is not going to bring me anything fruitful. Um, yeah, surprisingly enough, Britney Star is not a a trending topic on uh, Google. Kind of hard to to see her. Yeah, I can't believe it. Um, you know what? That's one of the things I'll have to tell people in the next one. Um, what she had in her bed. Mac and cheese would be great. Oh, apparently What's... it was itching powder that she put in Farrah's bed. Nope. Oh, Who wait. Who carries itching powder? I know. Fun fact. Ash, someone says, fun fact, Ashley told me on Instagram that Bubbles was actually the one who put itching powder in the girl's bed. Um... Oh, wow. And so apparently, yeah, that's so funny. And then they cut it to look like, make it look like a Britney star did the, the, but I thought it was crumbs. The, you know what I hated and I'm glad that it's sort of gone for the most part is there was a point in time when it was after like Friendster, but every app started adding stir to the end of the things. Oh, yeah. I, was, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like Tumblr, like was yep. the, the lure thing, and probably Twitter to some degree too. Uh, Farah put up a post on Influencer. What? Oh, you know what? In, is Influencer the one where you can get paid for product placement? So like if you're yep. a beginning influencer... It, you link it to all your social accounts and it monitors your following and stuff. Um, yep. And then when you get to a certain point, you can get You products. earn badges. You earn yeah. badges and stuff for being likable level eight, which is neat. Did you know that Farrah was likable level eight? And she's I also beauty, beauty, junk, beauty junkie level four, though. So she's got huh. some work to do. Yeah, which is weird because she's running like a beauty brand yeah mm. i haven't looked at influencer in probably five years because i remember seeing like oh well i had like i had at the time like a really big podcast listenership 
but um, I still don't have social media following. I'm not as active on those as uh, one needs to be to get a following. So I was like, oh, I have a big podcaster like following. Let me see if I can do this to get ad revenue. And then they were like, no, you fucking loser. You can't join us. Ferris Twitter is uh, all right. I just sent yeah. you a, a pick of some cannons. Oh, this is Farah. Yeah. Damn, she got her tits redone since the shows. Good for her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember when she first started OnlyFans and some people were giving her shit. And she made this video that was so great. She goes, I don't know why people are judging me for doing ho stuff. I was a slut on TV when you met me. What a surprise. I'm still doing slut shit. And I was like, that is the best answer. Man, I forgot so a lot of these reality tv people and it's actually really funny because you know they had the same twitter as when they were originally on it like farah has a break in here from 2012 to 2019 and a lot happens in seven years including mm-hmm. one on <laughs> march 20th 2012 which says this is my last tweet who says and that farah <laughs> farah has, <laughs> has one on three twenty. Uh, 2012 and says this is my last tweet and then nine years later nine years and four days later says hi everyone I haven't been on this account in years but it's like all the tweets from 2012 are her like going out and like adding people that are reality TV people that's Man, so this is funny such a time capsule this is hilarious Um, do you want to hear something that I just found in a time capsule from October of 2010. Yes. Uh, VH1 did a um, group interview with the girls from Rock of Love in uh, advance. Brett Michaels had a brief show after all the of loves called Life as I Know It. And it was like of his home and family life, you know, because he had that on and on <clears throat> on again an off again girlfriend that he was with like before and during the of love shows and then like they made the mother of his children yes and she looks kind of like christy joe and so he got you know he got back together with her um or they never were apart and they made this vh1 show about his family life and so vh1 did this interview with all the girls uh leading up to it as kind of a promotion and they asked oh my god is my phone gonna fight me on this um, and they asked the girls what they thought about this upcoming show about Brett, the family man. And Ashley says, I don't want to see him changing his kids diapers, although I guess they're older than diaper age. Whatever. I don't want to see him taking Susie to soccer practice. What's entertaining to me is seeing a bunch of uh, drunk strippers falling down on their faces and heating up hot pockets. America likes trash, and I don't see what's trashy about his family life. Also, I have a hard time buying Brent Michaels as a family man. He's a skank just like me. Listen. <laughs> like, it, just because she might not have a formal education or she might not, you know, participate in a lot of the conventional avenues of society, she's a poet. She's a warrior poet, and she's saying it like it is. She's she's giving it to you straight. That That's real raw journalism right there. I mean, that's as scholarly as any other modern analysis of American culture. Yeah. America I- likes trash. She's right. 
Yeah. They want America see likes trash. Troopers. I'm trash. You're trash. Let's just put all our differences aside and just realize that that's that's our medium. That's what yeah. we need. Good for her. Yep. That is so funny that I found that and that <laughs> VH1 blog is still available. The, the VH1 blog is still up? Uh, where am I looking at this thing? It's on Blogspot. Hold on. Maybe someone reposted it. No, vh1access.blogspot.com. We've got content for future episodes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm going to read this whole interview because they ask all the girls like how they think Rock of Love is going to be remembered. Dude, as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to get even more stoned and I'm going to go cross-eyed getting Uh to the bottom of this. (laughs) Oh, man. This is still formatted like that, too. This is gross. What are you looking at? VH1access.blogspot.com. Do you, I don't, do you think it's actually VH1 or do you think that it's like um, a tribute? Uh, you know, I think only time will tell. Yeah, I don't know, but this, yeah, this sounds great. This whole website. Um, and I'm going to read this article. And there Maybe are so, should. there are so many boobs in this picture. It has Angelique, Brandy C, Megan, Heather, Rodeo, Marcia, Farah, and Ashley, like, all in one collage. And um, that's so much boob. Collectively, I think... think... Oh, go ahead. ahead. I was just trying to figure out how much all their tits would weigh if we added them together. I've, um... Maybe I'm exposing myself as some sort of prude. I've never uh, felt fake tits before, so I don't exactly know how heavy they are. I think it depends. Um, I felt them. I had a classmate in fashion school who um, got boobs over Christmas break. And it, I was always so jealous because her boobs looked like like they were exactly mine, but as though I were wearing a bra. So she could wear all these like little cute things with no bra because her tits stayed in one place. and But because mm-hmm. mine are real, it just was fucking disaster. Um, and so I felt hers and hers, she was a very skinny lady and hers felt pretty firm and they felt nice, but they felt like a fake tit. Um, I have a customer with fake tits who drunkenly made me feel her tits. Like I didn't know they were fake. I was like, Oh, Hey, you brought your friends. And I pointed to her tits and then she's like, yeah, they're my fake friends. And I said, no way. And she grabbed my hand and made me feel it all around her breast and she must have those gummy bear ones or something. I mean, she also is a thicker lady, but these things felt real. They were huge, but they felt like real boobs. Um, but I think probably it's in her favor that she's a heavier chick. So there's more actual breast tissue around the implant. Yeah. It fills out. It doesn't look like, you know, inflatable. Yeah, they don't look or feel fake, but there's probably a couple inches of actual breast tissue separating the implant from the outside world versus my friend in fashion school. It was very, very minimal tit meat over the implant. And so I I think there's probably a lot of variety in the way fake tits feel. I'll start feeling them, Anthony. I'm not afraid. Minimal tit meat is an excellent way to describe a human being in any any capacity. I like it. That's going to be the name of my next all-girl punk band. Um, Minimal 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 tit tit meat. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 
that'll be good. Yeah, we'll probably have success, I'm sure. Mm. Mm. Um, well, this episode's gone on for 90 minutes. Yeah, we should probably let people <laughs> stop listening. Hey, guys, <laughs> go go listen to something about murder uh, sp- or Joe Rogan or whatever Spend the fuck Spend time with you your family. To. Walk the dog. Do you think... Anthony, do you think that people obsessed with 2000s reality television have families? Do you think... I, you know what? Actually, there might be some moms. I think there's some hot moms on Instagram that follow us. We got we so, got hot moms? We got hot mom followers? Oh, dude, there's one lady who, like... I'll have to dig through the archives because it's been a while. I'm not active on our social. I should just give you our social to take over. There's some I, hot moms. I, I, there's some I'll, fucking, I probably won't run it either. Yeah, it's, I just am like, how, how, what? Uh, Amazon made it really difficult to take screenshots. It Impossible. like blocks it. Yeah. Impossible. I want to take a screenshot of something and it was on, it was on Amazon. And I think it was something to send to you. I was like, we should put this up or talk about yeah. this. And I took a and screenshot, black it. picture. I'll never know what I was supposed to talk to you about. Yeah. It really bums me out because when I started this podcast, I would spend like, hours screenshotting and editing and like it was a whole thing um and then Lacey would steal them and post them on her insta um and i never called her out on it because who gives a fuck um she's a fucking troll but um yeah i tried to start it back up again and uh yeah amazon made it impossible to do screenshots and so i don't know i haven't tried on my phone like i thought about downloading the app on my phone and seeing, but like it doesn't work. Could, it doesn't work on your phone. I watch on my phone. Oh, and you can't either. screenshot. Wait, you can't screenshot on your computer? No, um, yeah, it's black. So if you screenshot Amazon on your laptop, it is it's just black. Oh, I'll find a workaround. I think I think I've got an idea. I think you could probably okay. like snip. I think you probably snip it. Pause oh, it. Oh, maybe. Maybe, yeah, we'll have to see. Because, yeah, I did a bunch of screenshots, and it'll have the closed captioning box shows up, but the actual mm-hmm. image is black. No, we'll, we'll work through it. We'll we'll, okay. we'll persevere. Okay. I mean, we owe it to our, our audience, all the hot moms out there. Listen, uh, all those hot moms can, can slide into the Shade Palace DM, and, mm-hmm. you know, there's room for a third mic on this episode, depending on your attractiveness. That's That's a really good point. Yeah, we'll start. You know what? We will start doing video podcasts if we get a hot co-host. Yeah. Um, but what we'll do is we'll do like a video and video thing where her screen is mostly just her tits. Uh-huh. And then we'll do a picture in picture where it's just my head on one tit and your head on the other. Yep. So all three of us will be talking, but we'll be very, very small, like nipple sized. And then I she'll w- have a normal size head. This is what the people don't know they want to see yet, but they do want to see it. Whether they vocalized it or not, I've already put the image in my head where we we strike it huge. We 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 go big. We go Hollywood with this. It's it's just I, us and the hot and hot mom tits. And that's it. She's faceless. She's nameless, but yeah. she's honestly the integral part. She's the part that pushes us over the top. Honestly, Anthony, we may have to just get a stock footage footage of some tits, or I know a lot of big tittied hoes. Maybe I'll be like, can I take a picture of your? Tits? If we could get a real life big tittied hoe, that is, yeah. uh, it's a it's the differentiator. I think anyone yeah. can do it with a stock photo. I think we've got a real live action, okay, large large breasted you know, hoe. I'll hold auditions. I work at a bar. <laughs> Um, we'll fly you out to Phoenix to judge and we're going to get a big tittied hoe and maybe she doesn't 
maybe listen if we can't if she's not funny we're just gonna use pictures of her tits we're not gonna have her on the show okay oh god but, yeah if she can, if she can't riff if she no. can't riff, we're not going to give her a microphone? No. No. It's just all tits for the YouTube. We'll invest in a real nice webcam. We'll get her a real nice webcam. <laughs> <laughs> no microphone. Just 4K. <laughs> this is... Us superimposed over her nipples. This is going to be great. I'm going to be honest. This might be this might be our ticket out. I, um, I, I've been having a, an ongoing mental breakdown at work. Basically, my in internal dialogue while I'm at work is Daisy at an urgent care. Okay. And um, and so like I'm about to have nine days off work uh for vacation, and like I start whatever I start school when I get back because I'm trying to change my life again. But I really feel like maybe my ticket out of the service industry is a big titted MILF and this podcast. And that is like what it will take to get subscribers. And honestly, if Lacey wants to pay us to be on storm TV, we'll do it. But we demand payment up front because you know, apparently she, she's not good at uh, paying her bills. Agreed. I would do it with Lacey for sure. Mm -hmm. I would also be Lacey's propaganda state TV department to a hundred percent for, for a price. For mm -hmm. a price, I would sacrifice all of my morals and opinions and just yeah. be like a propaganda puppet. Uh, like, there's honestly, it's the price is not that high, Lacey, if you're listening. Just throw out an offer and I'll probably say yes. Well, but but get the money up front, Anthony. Oh, no, no, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Cash, in, cash in hand and then I'm your I'm your human puppet. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm, like I said, not above it. I love this. All right, well... Uh... You know what? I am going to threaten you with a good time because we're going to do this again. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to threaten all of you with a good time. <laughs>